You know, there's a special mojo that's felt during those moments when human beings genuinely share who they are. When you see a songwriter who deeply believes and has lived the words that they're singing, it's the kind of magic that hushes a noisy room or sends shivers down your spine. I'm here to explore just that. What is it exactly that makes that kind of magic moment happen? Greetings, folks. My name is Michael Averill, and this is the Write Songs You Love podcast. Greetings, my songwriting friends. I'm happy to announce that today is the 110th episode of the Write Songs You Love podcast, which for some reason just feels like noting and celebrating something about round numbers are just fun to say. <laughs> but I'm thinking as I'm looking at that number, we've gone quite a few episodes now talking about all sorts of different angles of songwriting. We've had all sorts of different people come on to share their experiences with songwriting and what's really stood out for them. And we've heard some amazing stories and a lot of inspiring ideas to help grow our craft and lots of this, lots of that kind of stuff. So I was just noting after this last week with the teacup challenge activity that happened that there's been a couple of questions coming up lately that I think are super, super important. And I wanted to take an episode here to address and open up some discussion. I can actually see this being more of a series kind of thing, but I'll throw this at you and I'd love to hear what you think. In the teacup challenge last week, well, I should say one of these situations comes from the teacup. The other one comes from somebody I'm, I'm working with personally on their songs. And they both have to do with this whole idea of what a song you love really is. And I thought, ooh, that'll be fun to dig into because it's a bit of a mystery or it can seem like a bit of a mystery to what whatever songs that we write, what makes the difference? If I write song A, and then I write song B, is there any way of distinguishing why one, you know, A over B might feel more connected or vice versa? So that's what I want to dig in over the next probably next month here, but I'm going to throw out a bunch of different questions and thoughts your way and we'll go from there. And actually for, for if anyone wants to kind of come on and discuss this with me, I, uh, I'm opening that door. So if you have some thoughts you want to share, please send me some notes either through the Facebook community or through the website contact page and uh, we'll explore this. But without stalling anymore. Let's let's just get into it. So I saw a comment uh, from someone's experience in the teacup challenge last week that had to do with the theme, uh, a song your heart needs to hear. And that particular theme I noticed in general was a really difficult one for a lot of people. And when you have to, when you ask yourself that question is like, what does my heart really need right now? It's, it's a big moment for pause, and oftentimes it's just kind of giving, seems to give yourself some hard truths or that I just need to take a break or I need to X, Y, Z, any of these different things. It's rare, but it does happen, and I, I did see it happen, 
that we tend to go to something kind of fun. Or like, maybe that's just what it is. I just need something a little bit lighter right now. So let's go write that song. And now I have a song in my catalog that I can go to for that purpose. But there was a comment specifically in there that said the, the person had wanted to write a certain kind of song and then, and they ended up kind of being hard on themselves in the process and sounds like being fairly critical of, of what they were saying or what their process or what it should have been. And at the end of it all, they didn't like the song and as a result felt dis- discouraged or disappointed in that. So that situation in itself, I think is, there's a lot, there's a lot in there and it goes to a number of reasons and or a number of characteristics here that I want to touch on. So one, I think the whole idea, and I think maybe because I, I can come at songwriting and the way I talk about it in a very playful, fun way, and potentially some, sometimes I think it might be interpreted that the message that I'm putting out with Write Songs You Love is they have to be these kind of light, joyous, playful, silly songs. But it's quite quite the opposite, actually. It's and well, I shouldn't say it's the opposite. It's just it's I think it just should be whatever it needs to be. If if it's something that comes out and it feels good to have it come out in a fun, playful way, then great. <laughs> you know, if, if it really I think that's the key, the indicator is the compass to follow is like, does that feel good for you? amazing that's that's a really great gauge of whether you're landing in the right zone but i've seen a number of times if when people want to write a song that feels like oh i just want to do something lighter or something kind of playful when they actually sit down it's like there's a whole lot of other stuff there and it just seems like oh this is kind of getting in the way but maybe this is just the song i need to write which is everything but joyous and playful it might just be something, some other emotion that you want to dig into or you got to dig into. And when it changes your expectation, when you go in with the thought of, oh, I'm going to do this and you come out with something that is nowhere near that, it's hard to separate that, oh, but I didn't do this, so I failed, right? So what if, what if instead of that, it's like, okay, well, I intended to, I started this, but it led me here. And this is the one I got. And how do I objectively feel about that one? Was this something I actually really needed to write right now? Or something I really needed to say out loud, whether to myself, to somebody else, either way, and just to appreciate that and think, oh, wow, I got here. You know, sometimes if we go out for a walk and we go to a certain trail and maybe that trail is closed that day, but there's another trail, we can still have a really great walk. As opposed to thinking, oh, shoot, that trail is closed and I really wanted to finish that trail. But, you know, it's it's all a perspective kind of thing. But I do think it is important to to kind of let that go or at least change change how you make expectations because there's different kinds. One of them is, I think, is outcome-based. You know, this is something where, mm, say, if I really wanted to get a song on the radio, and I pitched and pitched, I wrote the song that I thought would make it on the radio just for the purposes of that. And like, oh, it's going to have those radio things. It's got to be radio long. It's got to have these type of radio characteristics. And I try to get it out on the radio and maybe it just, it doesn't get there and it doesn't get accepted. 
if that's all I'm doing it for, if it doesn't get on the radio, I'll perceive it as a big failure. And probably could be pissed off about it and just like frustrated and all of these things with the song, which totally negates everything else that comes along with the process of the song. So if I flip it out of an, out of an outcome or like a direct specific outcome like that, uh, or just change the outcome. It's like, what if, what if writing this song, what if the outcome is I want to challenge myself to write something that makes me feel this way? Maybe it's like, I want to feel courageous or I want to feel like I really was honest here. It's a different, it's a different way of gauging your outcome and you can you know by the words that you write, particularly when you actually have to go and share it or perform it to somebody else because of how it feels. It's like, ooh, this feels like I'm burying my soul here. Then uh, that that is that activation. You're like, all right, I can feel that I have to be courageous to do this. This is putting me in that zone. But I did it. And I said the thing I, I wanted to say. And boom, you know, that outcome can be achieved. You did it. You shared the thing and you actually just put it out there. And so that's a different expectation. It's like how you feel versus how something maybe just lands somewhere like the radio thing. But the difference, the major, major difference there is you're really focusing on your own process and how you want the experience to be and how you want to challenge yourself by doing something versus the radio thing, which you, you just really don't have control over as much as you try to do. If you're thinking so much about the mechanical stuff of the song, you may wait. I'm not saying you can't wind up with a good song or a song that you love, but it it just shifts the perspective away from how you actually feel, or maybe you may make sacrifices to make that happen that aren't really what you want to say. And the minute you start doing that, it, it changes how enthusiastic you feel about the song and how you actually want to, you know, maybe like you're muffling <laughs> what you want to say, um, which makes it less enjoyable to perform or to share. And it, it can feel like maybe it's just a throwaway song. Anyway, looking at that kind of stuff is, is, a, is a big part of this. And just one, being okay with like, or like assessing what, what do you expect from your songs. Like if you're putting them through this really impossible filter to, to achieve something that feels good for you, that's going to be an issue. <coughs> so that's a little bit about expectations. Uh, I had somebody else I'd mentioned I, I was working with, they, they came into working with me wanting to write like, again, these kind of like fun, silly songs. But when I started giving some of the write songs you love, challenge prompts, it ended up taking them a very different path and and quite an internal path that led to some very deep digging. And it was it was a lot. It brought up a lot. And, and also that it, it kind of went on a path where the next time we were going to be meeting, they didn't have the song ready for for that time when they kind of said, well, like, this is the target. This is by next time. See if you can finish or get as far through the song as you can. But again, thinking it was going to be one song and it turned out to be another that emotionally took more work to, to get through and feeling that deadline, the, the this person 
felt more stressed about not maybe not being able to show up with a full song that was the right song and and all these things like ticking all the boxes. And so when we actually met up, we had a really good conversation about this all to say that, well, you know, like that just sounds like that's that's the song you needed to write and amazing that we got there. Sometimes sometimes a challenge even if it's something we think we want and we we sit with it and it ends up creating a bit of resistance or kind of a repulsion. It's like, I really don't want to do that one. I'm really feeling this way right now. I think that's a really great thing. It's just having that strength of emotion coming through is a, is a great sign just to, you know, ride that wave. You can always come back to the other one. And in fact, I think it, it generally is better if if you sit down to write one and this other one is just like, pounding out of you and you just can't get the other one started, go write the one that's jumping for joy and wanting to be written because generally it's needing to say something that might give you the anchor point or the jumping off point that you need for the other one. There's actually a challenge I give up from time to time to the community or people in the workshops called the yin yang challenge, which deals just with that. And it came out of a lot of conversations I had with artists who were trying to write for film and TV or advertising where, especially advertising, generally the the vibe of the content of the songs is very upbeat. It's very positive. It's very um, confident, assertive, all of these things. Like I'm feeling great. I'm super strong and whatever, I got this. You know, it's like all of this very, very confident kind of writing. And sometimes writers would come in, they're like, I just don't write like that. That's not my style. What am I supposed to do there? <laughs> you know, like if I can't do that, then maybe I shouldn't just, I shouldn't be a songwriter, which to me is heartbreaking. So the in using this example in the yin-yang challenge, what you would do, it's like, okay, well, you know, if if the theme of I'm feeling good is really, you know, aggravating you right now, then, then write that song. Like (laughs) if you're feeling pissed or you're feeling angry or you're feeling sad, whatever, all of the things, see what's there and just write it out and like, see why, maybe why it's there. Like, why might you be feeling that way? Just thinking about those things can really, really help. And it gets that song, gets that emotion out of your system. So where the yin-yang thing comes into balance here is when you, you look at that song and say, if you intentionally initially started with, I want to write a I'm feeling good song, but you wound up with an I'm feeling crappy song. Um, if you look at what that I'm feeling crappy song says, what would the, you know, this is the other part of it. What would the opposing point of view or perspective be from that song. So if I'm feeling crappy, uh, you can look at this a couple of ways. It's like, what do you think that person or that that song would need to hear to feel a bit better? Or maybe to move just somewhat in a direction towards uh, coming coming out of that that funk. Or yeah, if I'm I'm feeling crappy, the the other other side of it too is like what would be the complete opposite in your language? Like for you, if I'm, I can even say for myself, if I'm feeling kind of crappy, the other side of it would just be feeling like, I don't know, just grounded, feeling like energetic, 
and not in like a super bouncy way, maybe just even alert, like feeling fresh. And you can see as I'm starting to word work this a little bit in real time here, I'm just thinking of my language. How would I say that I'm, when I'm actually feeling feeling good? I, I have these, I'm thinking right now these words are doing justice to what I would want to say. So, so you can use that, this is what I mean, as a, as a launch pad with these two songs kind of informing each other. And in a roundabout way, you can, you can maybe ultimately get to that I'm feeling good song because even just the act of writing the I'm feel crappy song works that stuff out and may actually just make you feel better in the process. So when you arrive at the end of that path, you may already have the wording now and feel better of like, oh, okay, well, I don't feel like I've got such a weight on my shoulders anymore. So, so maybe that's the, maybe that's the song, like weight off my shoulders becomes the follow-up one. So anyway, I wanted to really address these two situations because one, yeah, just, just give yourself some grace on what you show up for with intention. It's great to be intentional, but again, I think it's, it's really good just to be sensitive to what's going on and what needs to come out and not to judge that as wrong or bad or, you know, just because you don't like it doesn't mean it didn't have a purpose or something important. And on that note, the whole part about, oh, I was disappointed I don't like it or I, I don't love it. I thought that might be a really, really good question to dive dive deeper into. And the question is, what makes a song you love? So if you don't like it, then I think there's a couple of questions to ask yourself. Like one, what don't you like about it? What is it that is actually really kind of pushing you away from what you've written down? That's, that's a good place to start. Two, have you actually given it a full chance to be able to have the time to make that decision? And what I mean by that is there are a lot of things that go into a song, whether you, what the kind of relationship you have with the song. And a big factor of that, I think, is time or factors. There's time the experience that you had writing the song, the expectations we just talked about, what you put on the song, how you share the song, and just what happens over, over time. And I'll, I'll give you an example. The, the song that you hear at the beginning of every episode, that instrumental, is, is from a, a song I wrote called Thank You. And I've put it on here from time to time for people to hear with the lyrics. And I've told a little bit about the story here and there, but to tell you a bit of a different story under the context of how we're here today, that particular song I wrote, it originally was instigated by a, um, a reply to an email I sent out to my newsletter as an artist saying I would be available to write a custom song for people for Christmas that year. And a cousin got back to me and said they would love to do this. And we ended up going down the road of making the song happen, which ultimately became a song that she wanted to express her gratitude to her brother over a lifetime of amazing things that he had done for her, really just to say thank you, hence the name of the song. But it had been 
such a built up thing over so many years that, you know, something that she had always felt and wanted to express to him, but never actually had done with words. So this is what this song was to do. And I thought that was such a powerful thing to be a part of. So one that, that really felt meaningful in a lot of ways. It, it helped me also connect to a personal situation where in some ways I had a similar experience with my dad when he was terminally ill and I was going back and forth between where I was living at the time to where my parents lived to visit. And every time I'd leave, I didn't know what, what to say. And it took me a number of times to figure out what that actually was because every time I left, I'd feel like I didn't say the right thing. But eventually I came back and I realized, I was like, you know what, that's, that's just it. I've, I just need to say for all these things, you know, like all the ways he'd shown up for me, all the ways he had supported me, all of it, it uh, I just need to say thank you. And when I did that, it, it lifted a huge, a huge weight off of my shoulders, like we were talking about before. Uh, and it changed something for him too, and his language shifted around me and during the rest of the time that he was alive for the first time in, in my entire life like I heard him say the word love and he just expressed differently in that remaining time so it it did change things and I thought that was quite quite profound and so this is the experience I've always had with that song and that already has a number of layers in it that for me I had my own special experience that I could relate to it also had the experience of involving not one but two other people in in expressing something really, really sentimental and important. So, but what I want to share today, and I, this is the story I have shared here before, the what has gone beyond that is every time I have shared this song, one time, it's worked so great to have at the end of a night, this like a song that just says thank you and it really encourages people to acknowledge those who have been supports in their life and it it's definitely kind of like a a warm fuzzies kind of feeling at the end of the night but it also has some some deeper difficult content in there that can kind of crack you open and sometimes i've i've totally gotten emotional in the middle of the song when i see people crying or like when i know this the theme is going to be touching to them but besides that one really cool thing that has evolved with time and with sharing is a sing-along part of the song. So when I sing, thank you, then I cue the audience say, you know, think of somebody who's really important in your life. And when you hear me sing this, think of them and sing it back to me. So I go, thank you. And they go, thank you. And they, you know, it becomes this really amazing concert experience that we all share of this back and forth thing and acknowledging somebody like that. But here's where sharing more over time and in other situations, this, this has kind of allowed this song to grow and it's allowed it to mature in a different way and also just build new stories with it. So what I mean by that, one of the coolest things I've seen happen, and this keeps, it's happened a few times, is I've been in different areas of the world yeah, and particularly if I'm singing this song and it's with people where it they're not all English speakers and or the, yeah, they just have other languages at their disposal. When I have said thank you, they had respond, they will they'd respond in the language 
that was their language, you know. So the first time this happened for me, I was in Haida Gwaii with the with the Haida Nation indigenous folk there, and their word for thank you is hawa. And when I would sing thank you, they would sing that back. And it, it when it happened, it, it totally caught me off guard, and it was just this really beautiful surprise of like, wow, okay, like there's there's their version of of that, and we're learning together, we're kind of engaging together in this. And uh, another good pal, uh, Sharon Jeet Singh Mand, who's an incredible sitar player from India and an amazing musician. He and I got to play some music together at the Surrey Fusion Festival a number of years ago. And we played this song together and the the, the audience was was shouting back, you know, thank you in, in Hindi. And it just has kept growing. And so there's this other dynamic. The whole thing I'm telling you this all about is the more you share and the more you allow the song some time out in the air and out in public and with other people, you get these new imprints, these new stories attach to your songs. And it involves other people in the journey along the way. And I could have never seen that coming from the beginning. So if I had kind of judged what I thought that song would be from the start, you know, it doesn't it doesn't leave room for any of this stuff to happen or or really just to acknowledge like, hey, with time, this might change, this might grow. And we're not always the best judge of of certain songs for us that we're like, oh, this came out of me. I'm not necessarily sure why, but maybe it is the sharing with other people that through their feedback to you, you learn something new about the song. Like, oh wow. I didn't think of it that way. Thank you. And it can kind of open up the whole journey. You're like, maybe this is what this is about. And oh my gosh, I never really saw this. And <laughs> so all that to go back to that, I don't like this song that I've just written. Maybe it needs some time. Maybe it needs a little bit more exposure to other people and for you to hear that feedback. Because, you know, it's the funniest thing. It's like, you may not like a song, but that can change almost instantaneously when somebody else tells you that, you know what that song did for me? This really changed my life. Or this just gave me this little lift when I needed it. Or this made me laugh. Or, you know, this song helped me go to sleep tonight. <laughs> you can't tell me that if you hear something like that about a song that you wrote that maybe you think you didn't like, that something wouldn't change. <laughs> When you have that knowledge now that your song did something, that it accomplished something, and maybe it was surprising and very meaningful, I'd be willing to bet your relationship perception of that would would grow. And, and you might consider, maybe I do like this song. The song has got something special to it. And the more you do it, the more evidence builds that like this consistently has this effect on people. I think I love this thing. Like It's creating this whole other journey for me. So to not like something in the moment, yeah, I feel is sometimes just not not giving it the space to grow and foster, you know, foster your songs like like seeds or like kids that need direction and need encouragement over time to be their fullest potential. Because at the end of the day, I don't I don't think there's just songs that are throwaways or there's, you know, songs that just get written for the sake of getting getting the exercise. I think if something gets written and it comes out of you, there's something in there. You may have to do a little bit more digging than others sometimes, but you wouldn't necessarily be writing it, I think, unless there was something helpful. 
Not that it always has to be groundbreaking or like revolutionary, but yeah, I'm not a fan of the whole, you know, write crappy songs, write whatever songs. Cause like, I don't know, I guess there's benefit in, in helping people with that thought process, writing something just to get you moving, like actually writing that maybe it's better than not writing is the idea of like, ah, just going to write something with no expectations. And maybe that's what's perceived as crappy, but I don't think that's true. I think if your expectation is different, like we said at the beginning of the episode here, I just want to write something to fully acknowledge what I'm feeling right now. You've got a lot of freedom in that uh, to win, <laughs> but it really does come down to being honest. And that's, that's the outcome you want to, you want to shoot for as opposed to this is going to be a great song. It's going to be a hit record. It, um, I think it's more likely to happen if that is your goal, like to achieve those kinds of things, the more honest and true you are in your songs, that's what would connect if it was ever to go to another level. I think those are the bigger, the bigger places to write from that might actually achieve that. Your, I think your chances actually go up as opposed to the other way. But that, that's my point, my perspective on that. And I'm happy to discuss deeper on that. So I hope this stirred up some good questions or good thoughts for you. And like I said, I want this just to be kind of a, an injection of this idea. And over the next month, I'd love to dig into this more because I think it's really important to have some clarity on what goes into songs that we love. And I would love to hear your your perspectives on this and if you have any questions feel free to send them through the contact page at writesongsyoulove.com or if you're in the facebook group or instagram feel free to post them in those places or send me a message and i will include them and if you really have a fun idea i might bring you up on the podcast if you want to join and discuss it in real time so that's where I will leave you today. I'm going to leave you with that song, Thank You. And I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. Thanks for listening. There are stories that you hear about that break your beaten heart That hit you like a freight train Leave you blown apart inside There are stories that will lift you up Higher than the clouds That warm you for a lifetime And you never come back down Well I know both sides of the coin The shiny and the dirt I know how good love feels And also how it hurts I felt the breath of pressure Breathing down my naked back In sweet relief the sunshine Pushing through the cracks I got a hundred million questions About the way the world works and There's two hundred million answers That I'll never understand One thing that I've come to know Is that things will always change And while I got this chance I wanna take the time to say Thank you, thank you for the strength I couldn't find. Thank you, thank you for the peace I feel inside. Thank you, thank you for the kindness in your words. 
gentle helping hand I've never known a better friend Thank you, thank you For your thoughts and open ears Thank you, thank you You've always been there through the years Thank you, thank you For the kindness in your words Standing by my side I hope you know how much you changed my life One thing that I've come to know is we'll all be gone someday. And while I got this chance, I wanna take the time to say thank you, thank you, thank you. Taking time to understand Thank you Thank you For your love and open arms Thank you Thank you Just for being who you are Thank you Thank you For your kindness in your soul Comfort in your eyes I hope you know how much you changed my life